So you left your church. You left your church. Was it maybe the practices? Could it have been a policy that you didn't see eye to eye with? Could it have been maybe you started reading the Bible more and you found doctrinal discrepancies amongst the teachings of your church? So now you decided, well, I don't want to go back because I don't agree with those doctrinal discrepancies. Or maybe there was some hypocrisy. Maybe you you discovered some hypocrisy behind the policies, behind the rules, behind the teachings. Or maybe someone hurt you. Could it have been that you don't see eye to eye with someone inside the church, so you figured... This is a toxic relationship. I I don't need to be part of this. And so you left. Or maybe you find another church. Any of these circumstances take us into a more important question. Now that you have left your church, should you be in search of a church? What do we find inside the Bible? Do we need to belong to a church? a religious church in order for us to find our salvation? Is church a thing? Is going to church something that the Bible teaches? Is religion something that the Bible teaches? We want to talk about that, right? You're right. That, that is a topic. Church, yeah. religion. Is there a true religion? out there is there a true church out there that we all should be attending in order to reach salvation yeah right yeah if you realize that yours isn't the right one then where should i go yeah if not here then where because there's got to be a place right because i mean jesus did say matthew 16 18 that he would build he would build his church on on a rock Okay. He, he was gonna he was gonna build a church. Um, there were uh, there was there's the congregation of uh, Colossians. Colossians, the congregation, the Corinth, the Corinthians. Corinthians, the congregation of Judea. All these congregations started. They they talk about them. True or not true? Okay. There were first of all. First of all, to understand to answer that question, we have to understand what the word church means. Okay, because. If we are saying the word church and automatically you as a listener in your mind, you're triggering the, the thought that you're, I'm speaking about a building or, or a religion, you are very mistaken. That's not what the word means. And also the word wasn't made in Christianity. We can actually date back the concept of a church an ecclesia as far back as the seventh century before Christ. That's a long time before Christians ever showed up on this earth. So church, ecclesia, that is not a concept that's exclusive to Christianity. It was around a long time before they came around. So let's just first, let's just see what the, what the word means. It's a famous Greek word that means a called out assembly or congregation. And Google says is commonly translated as the word church. In the, in the New Testament, you find it in Acts 11.26, Barnabas and Saul met with the church in Antioch. Antioch. You see, so there were churches. Okay. So when we say, so again, so when you said Paul and Barnabas met 
with the church, so there was churches, right? Yes. Okay. There, there were churches back then. All right. So he met with what is the definition of the word church? He went with a, with a couple of people, a called out assembly, an assembly of people, a couple of people. Yeah. He met out, according to the Bible, he met with a group of people. Let's see what the lexicon says. Original word, ecclesia, a gathering of citizens called out from their homes into some public place, an assembly. An assembly of people convened at the public place or council, purpose of deliberating. Okay, so that's what the first Christians did, so therefore that's what we should do, right? Assemble as groups? That's a partial logical fallacy, and I'll tell you why. Because we're not talking, first of all, we have to establish that we're not talking about a building, okay? We're not talking about a building. He didn't meet with the building. When he met with the, when it says that, he, he didn't meet the way they meet today, huh? No, definitely not. Definitely not. And but, I, do you know why they didn't? Do you know why they didn't meet in, 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 in a big building? We would, we would have to go into the past and ask them, why didn't you meet in a building? Because they were being persecuted. But here's the thing. Wrong go. That is wrong. That is a logical oh, fallacy. They weren't being persecuted by the Romans and fed to the lions? Again, it's a logical fallacy. Why? Because that's not the whole truth. The whole truth starts with, if, let's start with the first case here. Paul and Barnabas meeting in Antioch um, in Acts. Okay. And I got another, I'm going to let you speak, but I got another one for you. Okay. So who did he meet with? He met in a building? No, he didn't. He met with a church? Yes, he did. How does that make sense? Well, you have to understand the definition of the word. He met with a group of people. Now, we do have records of the meeting in a place in the Bible. We do have that, that record. In the book of Acts, it does say that they met in their particular homes. Acts 2.46. We see him even giving thanks to Achilla for lending her home and giving Paul a place to stay. We see that in the Acts. So... There's various references where he meets in a home. Okay, okay, okay. So they were meeting in homes. So, okay, they weren't meeting in a building. So you see, a church is inside a home. I'll give you that one. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're not doing methodical worship. There isn't a methodical worship format that you find in a Bible where they're meeting every single so-and-so one day. You're not going to find it. But you know what? Apologist would allude to Acts 27, which is a, a very misconstrued verse of the Bible to, to support the idea that they were gathering on Sundays. I'm not saying that they didn't gather at any time on a Sunday. What they didn't do was make it a methodical thing. So did the Christians, did the first Christians ever gather on a Sunday? Yes. But you know what? They also gather on other days of the Bible. And the Bible makes that clear. It's, it's not the, the essence. It's, it's not that the Bible has made it clear that first Christians gathered on every Sunday, every single day of the week. That is not what it alludes to. However, if you read Acts 27, you can misconstrue the verse. And support your idea that Christians must gather on Sundays, a.k.a. the Lord's Day. They must gather Sundays because Acts 27 says 
that Paul met with that particular congregation on a Sunday. Just because it says that he waited and he, he met with them on a Sunday doesn't, doesn't, or better yet, isn't sufficient support for us to delineate the idea that from now on, because that verse says that he met with them on that Sunday, now every single Sunday is a meeting day. But you know where there is that? When it says that Jesus, um, he went to the temple, and then it says, as he did, uh, as was his custom, it says. Where is, uh, okay, so Jesus, as he went to the temple as his custom? Uh, yeah. Uh, as was customary, as right? Was, yes, as was customary. Mm-hmm. In uh, Luke 4, 16, that Jesus did something customarily. So you might say it's not methodical. He did do something methodical. Okay. He went to the temple, as was his custom. It was customary for him to go to the temple on a Sabbath. Okay. On the Saturday. So there was a designated day. There was methodical worship. Okay. So you're telling me by Luke 4.16, it says that it was his custom to do what? To go where? Uh, To the temple and the church. No, to to the temple and Methodist church. Yes, fine to church. Well, yes, to church to his church. Why was there a hesitation? What went through your mind right now? Well, uh, like, are we referring to what we just personally talked about the church? You know, of the gathering of people or the temple? Okay, so okay, look- I get, I guess, I get. Okay, I'll give it to you. It's two different things, huh? It is two different things. People who would consider themselves Christians today and yesterday, and by yesterday I mean the past centuries dating back to the first Christians. These Christians, and I have no doubt in my mind that they feel Christian, they are trying to act Christian, they are trying to promote Jesus Christ, even though we what we have what appears to be a very skewed skewed way of seeing jesus christ in modern day but these people that consider themselves christians today do not have temples they have what today they've grabbed the word uh, ecclesia and now they made church which is a gathering of people they've made it basically another form of noun so now it encompasses a building definition which in in technicality it's not it's a gathering of people, but okay, okay, we'll give it, we'll say it, we'll give them that. We'll we'll say Luke four sixteen does say that he gathered in a temple. I'm not going to give them church because it's not as what it was says. his custom. As was his custom, and then we'll even pour that one on his custom. Yes, his custom was to go to church. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that's not what it says. That's not what it says. What does it say? His custom. And I'll give them that. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them that, and you'll see why. His custom was for him to go to a temple, right? To the temple. To the temple. Okay, the temple. Where is this temple? Uh, Jerusalem. His custom now, Jesus' personal custom, was to go to the temple which belongs in Jerusalem, which belongs to what people? The Jewish people. The Jewish people. The Jewish people. 
Why did he go? To, because why did he go? What did it say? What does four sixteen say? It says the reason he went is because it's a particular day. Luke four sixteen says he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. On the Sabbath day, what's the Sabbath day? That's the Saturday. For yes. Them. Yes. You know, once the sun goes down. So Jesus had this custom that was Christian, right? Mm-hmm. No. No, 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 no. Oh, wait, no. What, oh, you got what me. You got what me. Yeah, there? you got me. What happened there? You got me there. Okay, okay. He did a Jewish custom. He was following a Jewish custom. Okay. And this Jewish custom wasn't only followed by him. It was followed by everybody that considers himself a Jewish person. So you can so use, this this can, text becomes a logical fallacy because I'm using a text I'm using a text to prove a Christian a supposed Christian I'm sorry a supposed Christian custom this text does not apply to Christianity you can't use apples to prove oranges exactly so I've grabbed the text that he met in a, that he was gathering in a temple because it was his custom I've grabbed it out of the context. And now I'm applying it to Christianity. Christianity would slap me on the wrist and say, that one doesn't apply to me. That one doesn't, I'm not, I don't have temples. <laughs> Let's say I'm the Christian and yeah. say, guys, I don't have temples. <laughs> I just don't have temples. It's a Jew thing. It's a Jew thing. Come on, it's a Jewish thing. And come on, I don't, I don't. I'm not a temple know? guy. I mean, you know, it, it's, I, get, I get what you're doing, but I'm just not a temple guy. I don't have the temple. I'm not a temple guy. I'm, I'm Christianity. We don't do the temples. We're <laughs> for the Christianity. You know? <laughs> Everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome. I'm just, I just you know, we I don't, don't do, do the, the that's a Jewish thing. That's a Jewish thing, you know. So if we grab that text, that verse in the Bible and we get it out of context, I could say that he went to church. I could say he went to church. But if we look at the context, he wasn't going to church. He was going to a synagogue. The only people that have synagogues are the Jewish people. He was a Jewish person. He wasn't, uh, you know, this, this belief that people think that he's the, he's the first Christian. Well, he's the Christ. He can't be a Christian because a Christian is a follower of Christ yes. and is a disciple of Christ. He is the, the Christ. Like, he's not, you can't, he can't be a, a, a Christian himself. Like, you know, but, but he is a Jewish man. He's a Jewish man. His mom was Jewish. His dad was Jewish. And the custom of Jewish people was to go to, to, the, to worship in the synagogue. You, he was, this is clear he was a jew he was a jewish man this he was, is he was a jewish this is man. unarguable to to everyone that knows anything about the bible uh, he yes that and then you know there's he practiced jewish holidays mm-hmm. and here's another one and i'm gonna go a little up on this one on luke uh 14 6 on uh, luke okay yeah. okay you, you debunked that one i got more for you all right no, no, no. hold on before okay. we move on okay. because there is also another facet where people will say yeah well Maybe he didn't go, but, but Paul went. Paul went. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah. But it's another logic. It, it, well, this one is another verse out of context. Out of context. Acts 4, 17, 2. It's like, see? I'll up you Acts 17, 2. It says that Paul, as was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue. What do you got to say about that? 
as was his custom, like a weekly thing. As a weekly thing, Paul went and, okay, so you're not talking about Christ. What about Paul? This Paul? is after Christ. This is with the, the exact, if, you know, I'm sure Christ approved of that. You yeah. Know? Yeah, this was after. And isn't he a apostle, considered later an apostle? A man to put, you know, follow as an example. Right. As Acts 17.2, again, what does it say? Did it say he went to a church? It said he went to a synagogue. Who has synagogues? The Jewish people. If people know anything about Christianity when it started, we would know that the, Christ, the, the first Christians considered themselves not completely separate from the Jewish people yet. They considered themselves, you could even almost say that they were Jewish Christians. <laughs> <laughs> they were Jewish Christians because they were going, um, people, Paul was going to synagogues to preach. He was entering inside the synagogue. It wasn't until he got finally got kicked booted out in the later chapters of Acts where they said, we don't, we don't want that you know, baloney here that uh-huh. you're preaching about this Christ. And then he says, fine, I'll go preach outside in the street. And it just turns out he goes right in the street where it's still in, in sight of the temple. <laughs> and he's preaching. Way to stick and it he, to them. Way to stick it to them. And he's talking all this Christian stuff, uh-huh. you know, sticking it to them in front of their faces. All this resurrection stuff. All this resurrection stuff is what he was preaching, the resurrection but okay, Acts 17 too. Again, don't take verses in the Bible out of context. It doesn't say that he went to church. It says he went to a synagogue. And where were the synagogues? They were they were Jewish synagogues. Okay. Okay, fine, fine. I'll give it to you. Let's and that's go- uh, hold on, hold on. And that's not to say that I'm I'm advocating for Christians to go to synagogues. That's that wasn't the point. He was going there to preach. And that's another word that people need to understand. Preaching isn't house to house. There is no directions in the Bible that say that the first Christians ever went house to house. And Luke clearly explains that. What about when he told them, you know, go the, the uh, go to city and city, uh, aldea, what, is that rooftop? Yeah, is yeah, that, yeah, from village to village. From right? village to village. Mm-hmm. Preaching. What about, you know? It doesn't say house to house. If anything, if anything, we find an instance in, if, in regards to what you just mentioned in Luke 10, 7 where he gives a clear direction that stay there eating and drinking, whatever they give you for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. So if anything, it advocates against going house to house. These are directions from the supervisor himself. But to that, I say Matthew nine thirty five, and Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease amongst the people. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And well, then, and then he, he did. Yes, yes, he did go to all the cities. Yeah. And but any, where did he go to all the cities? Right. Yeah. So what he what the only thing it describes in the Bible is a sort of kind of informal kind of uh, informal kind of preaching. Yeah. And directly preaching inside of the synagogues, which now we can't do because that changed because Paul screwed it all up and he got, <laughs> good, he got booted out. And now Christians don't go inside the synagogues and preach. Essentially, if you really wanted to be like Paul, if you really wanted to be yeah. like Paul, yeah. if, that's, if that's the ideology we're going with that logic. Yeah, good. Go up to Evanston. <laughs> Go up to Evanston, Illinois. Go up to Evanston, Illinois. Ooh. Go up to, go to no. Ripe for the picket. <laughs> <laughs> go to uh New York. Go to New York. Ooh, green Ooh, pasture. Green pasture, New York. 
green pastures there. There are a lot of Orthodox Jews over there and yeah. many synagogues you can walk into. Many of and them. Be, and be like him. Yeah, if you're going to use these verses to support your idea of going to church, a.k.a. a designated building, okay, then go to synagogues. Go to synagogues. See what happens. And start preaching your message about a resurrection of Christ and see what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't just nitpick whatever you want out of the verse and take it out of context. Go ahead. Go ahead and say, go go and do your thing at a synagogue. See what happens. All right. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Uh, Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. Not giving up in meeting. Oh, yeah. This, 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 this is an idea where, you know, it's nice. Like, always meet and keep, you know, fortifying each other. Let's read it. Hebrews Hebrews 10 Hebrews 10:24 and 25 is is the verse that that we want to read. So Hebrews I'll read it out of the NIV. Eh, it I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll read it out of uh, King James. I'm I'm going to do right. King James. It says okay. and let us consider one another to provoke and to provoke unto love and to good works. And it, no, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's asking them. He's asking them. What does he say? To he assemble. Says, he's asking them to assemble. To you know, like a church. The definition of a church. Okay. So where does it say that though? It says, don't forsake the assembling. Don't, forsake don't stop assembling. assembling. Don't, don't stop, stop meeting. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Don't stop meeting. It does say that. It says. So he promotes well, meetings. He promotes this, this idea of gathering. Where did they gather? I think we've established that already. Yeah, homes. In homes, right? And, I, and that one, no one, no one debates that. No church debates that. No religion debates that. They're really, they're really uh, extremists. They will debate that, but. The, for the most part, historians, scholars, everybody knows it's an obvious. It's in homes. Okay, so you're saying it's bad to gather then and talk about Christ? Is well, that what on. you're saying? We'll answer that. We'll answer that. Let's let's at Acts ten twenty four and twenty five. It says, "Not forsake the assembly." So, again, if I take things out of their context, I could apply it to whatever. I could apply this to 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 people that gather at a detail shop every Sunday. And just do their thing. I could apply this to them. It says right here, hey, guys, you guys like drinking, uh, you know, after uh, the end of the week? Well, it says here, don't forsake the assembly of yourselves together. As a matter of some, I, I exhort you, one another, one another, detail guys, it, uh, much more as you see the day approaching. It's like, what the heck are you talking about? Why are you applying this verse to us? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of Joe Schmoes. Because it says right here. It says right here, don't forsake the assembly. I, I, get your, I get your extreme example. I get it. I can apply this to whoever I want. And it just so happens that religions misinterpreted this verse and they apply it to their, only their churches, right? Because let's say, let's say a, a, Catholic, a Catholic priest tells his followers, the Bible says you need to assemble. Where is he implying they need to assemble? At the Jewish temple? No, 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 at, 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 at the Catholic church. At the church. Catholic church, right? Right okay. there, um, St. Uh, <laughs> <Saint> Nicholas <laughs> on 73rd <laughs> and Kedzie, right? At the first, uh, 
First Baptist of Chicago well, or something. Okay, so if a Baptist grabs this and he says, it says right here, don't forsake the assembly, and one of his little sheep goes and assembles at the Catholic place, is that correct to him? It's not what the pastor meant. That's, well, he's he's assembling. He's getting together. Well, okay, yeah, technically he is assembling, but he's not assembling where he's supposed to be right. assembling. So what happens is every single church grabs this as the license, mm-hmm. as the little credentials that says, "Hey, you got to come to us. You got to assemble with us." Even even uh, JWs do. Even JWs the do. Grab. Okay, so then so then wait, but what does it really mean then? What does this mean? Hebrews 10, 24, 25. Who was it written to? Uh, the Hebrews. And if you know anything about the, the, that letter to the Hebrews, you know that the Hebrews were considering doing what? Going back. They were going to backtrack. They were going to backtrack on this whole Christian thing. And Paul catches them and says, they, they wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Where you going? I still got stuff for sale. <laughs> I got the shiny new toy. <laughs> you know, look at this one. It's, hey, hey, where you going? Yeah. Where you going? Where you going? Fresh stuff coming from China yesterday. So they wanted to go back to their Jewish ways. They wanted to go back to their Jewish ways. They wanted to go back. And they were considering going back because it was just too much problems. It, you know, this whole thing with Christians sounds nice, be, you know, lovey-lovey, mm-hmm. lovey-dovey, and, and good to your neighbor, all this thing. But funny because... No more temple thing. No more you know. temple thing. No more methodical worship like this. Uh-huh. It's funny because my parents and my family doesn't seem to like this very much. So what that, you know, what in the world? And that was the problem to the Hebrews. So when he says, do not forsake the assembly, what he meant was, guys... You're a very small group. You can't forsake each other. You need to help each other. You need to gather. You need to, uh, hand by hand, you need to, you know, give yourselves that oomph because you not you don't have that help anywhere. So this is what he means by don't forsake the assembly. It wasn't that they were assembling methodically. It's just that assembling always helps out when you don't have anyone else that likes you in this world. Okay. Okay, but... You sure do seem to have a problem with people gathering and, you know, becoming a ecclesia, good a point. church. A good point. Is it bad? So then we, like, uh, you seem to really defend this whole no no church thing. Because, and the, we'll get into the no religion thing that, you know, you have a problem with. But this whole no church thing, you really seem to have a problem with. So what? So you don't like when people gather? You don't think it's nice when people gather and talk about God or... You don't think that God likes that, or what's your deal with that? Well, well, that's that's a logical fallacy because I'm not saying that it's bad, right? But, okay, I'm not, so or then, I'm not so saying. Then what that are I, you saying? Or I'm not saying that I have a problem with people that gather. What I do have an issue with is that the Bible does not support any any form of methodical worship. It okay, so then nobody and, should well, gather. Nobody should Christi- be gathering. And for the Christians, I'm talking Nobody about. should be gathering then. It's not that gathering is bad. Gathering is actually a Christian thing. Oh, right? well, now I, I, don't get, I don't get you. You're just, <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> well, now I don't get you. No, I don't get you. you know, <laughs> is it, is it, is it, is it bad? Are you going? Yeah, yeah, you know, what's yeah. going on here? Is it good or is, is it, it bad? What you're, you're, all bad uh, you're all over I'm the map. You're all over the map. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Ready. <laughs> 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 I can do whatever I want. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's kind of. That's kind of. Why did you go Irish there? <laughs> I don't know. Why did you the go? The car is very fire. <laughs> what was that about? You know. Why, what does that have to do what with anything? That? You know, you're you're really stressing those R's there. Why? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the Bible doesn't. It doesn't. Is it good or is it bad? Is it I see you jumping all around. What's going on? It's that. It's when we grab something and we make a doctrine out of it. So if we make a doctrine, a teaching, a teaching, a, yeah, well, they, it's doctrines. It's, you know, these are their policies. Once we make a policy that you must for your salvation, mm -hmm. you must attend our third Baptist on 73rd and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that is a doctrine and the Bible does not support that. The getting together or with is, the Mormons or with the, with the Mormons or the Jehovah's you know, Witnesses, Witnesses, whatever. whoever. Yeah. It is a Christian thing to get together. It is a Christian thing. Jesus even said, where there are two gathered, there, there I am. <laughs> surprise, yes. surprise. Matthew, Matthew you know, 18. <laughs> 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 yeah, he wouldn't do that. Uh, you know, he said, oh, there's two. Yeah, boo. <laughs> you know, I got, got you suckers. You know, it's like. I'm he here. wouldn't do that, though. No, he didn't do that. He wouldn't do that, <laughs> though. <laughs> Why would he scare us? Yeah, would he? <laughs> Matthew eighteen twenty, you idiot. <laughs> where there are two gathered, yeah, where there I am. This gathering, <laughs> getting together, is <laughs> pickaboo. You know, Pick I see you. <laughs> Who was that? Who was it? It's me. Uh, you know, see, there's two see. of you. I told you, yeah, if there's two it. of you, there's gonna be me. Yeah, who are you expecting? Who huh? you the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Here I am. Yeah. It is a giving together is completely Christian. But when we make a doctrine out of you have to meet in the building every Sunday, every Sunday at seven, that is not in the Bible. Okay. And so I don't want people to get confused. Doctrine, this doctrine of you must get together at, you know, our church is not biblical. But the getting together amongst two people that are Christian, completely, completely Christian. Okay, I'm going to hit you with the final one. Mm. I'm going to hit you with the final one. Yeah. Uh, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I'll, I'll add, one, I want to say one last thing. So, yes, getting together is a Christian thing. But if you look at history, it wasn't the Christians that started this ecclesia thing. This isn't a word that's just theirs, this ecclesia, this gathering together. This is a... a it, for lack of a better word, an Italian thing. <laughs> this is a Roman thing, a Roman Empire thing. They they would have ecclesias of getting together to tell stories. They had ecclesias of getting together as families. They had uh, ecclesias theaters. of theaters, dramas, their dramas. Yeah, ecclesia yeah. was was, and even I could extend that even back into uh, ancient Mesopotamia in. Three centuries before them, where you know the Roman Empire was just getting started, even before that, mm -hmm. and I can say that it is a very, very Romanesque thing to do to establish ecclesias. It doesn't have to be an ecclesia of a so-called Christ that came to earth that you know, oh look, I go walk on water and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But Christians, because we don't know our history, we say no, that's just a Christian thing. Wrong go. Wow. It's not. It 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 far outdates Christian customs. Dang. So, but but because we don't know this history, we just say no. That's <laughs> we, we came up with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate this to tell gathering, you. this meeting, this. 
Yeah, I hate to tell you, but they don't have the patent on it. <laughs> We've been breaking the law for quite a while. But yes, I am pro getting together. But methodical worship, it's not in the Bible. It's just not in there.